0: Are you sending direct mail? Is your phone ringing off the hook with motivated seller calls? If it's not, it's probably because you're not marketing. Well, one of my favorite ways to reach motivated sellers is by using direct mail. And the reason is, is I can target those who may have recently got a divorce or who have inherited a property from a death, and so on and so forth. I can also target high equity. I can target absentee owners. And it is a tried and true way to get your message out. And more importantly than that, to get your phone ringing. I want you guys to go to dpipodcast.com forward slash direct mail, so you can see the exact mail provider that I use. I wanna share them with you. They do letters and postcards. Letters as low as 59 cents, and postcards as low as 39 cents. Mike and I send hundreds, if not thousands, of postcards and letters to motivated sellers in our market every single week. Reason is, is because it works and we are going to continue to send direct mail because it works. So if you're not using a mail provider already, we want to share with you the company that we use and they will hook you guys up with special pricing. Mention David Dodge or Mike Slane when you contact them. Go to dpipodcast.com forward slash direct mail to get more information. Welcome back to season two of the Discount Property Investor podcast. Our mission is to share with you what we have learned from our experience and the experience of others to help you make more money investing like a pro. We want to teach you how to create wealth by investing in real estate the Discount Property Investor way. Make sure you never miss an episode and download the Discount Property Investor app in Google Play or iTunes today. To jumpstart your real estate investing career, visit freewholesalecourse.com, the most complete free course on wholesaling real estate ever. Thanks for tuning in. All right, guys, welcome back to the Discount Property Investor podcast. This is your host, David Dodge. I am here today with Tom Kroll, welcome, Tom. How are Bell. you? Damn, <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. So I, I wanted to get Tom on the show. I've been following Tom for a really long time. He has been doing some amazing things out in the wholesale sphere in the real estate investor space. He is the guy behind
1: Wholesaling Inc. So, Tom, welcome to the show, man. David, thank you for having me. It is, I'm honored to be here and uh, thank you very much for having me on. My pleasure, very cool. Absolutely,
0: Tom, I'm happy to have you. It's, it's actually my pleasure. So um, I've been following Tom for quite some time and I've learned a lot about uh, wholesaling and real estate investing from Tom and a lot of other people that, you know, are part of Tom's tribe, the Wholesaling Inc. tribe. The rhinos. <laughs> that's right, that's right. And as you guys know, we just published the, uh, our book, The Ultimate Guide. Right here? State. There you are. (laughs) Uh, Yes, yes. So, Tom, tell us a little bit about Wholesaling Inc. For those who know nothing about it, um, which is probably pretty rare, but if you don't know anything about Wholesaling Inc., tell us a little bit about it.
1: Wholesaling Inc is uh, my baby. It's I. I will tell you this. I really believe that wholesaling Inc is my purpose in life. Right. One thing I've learned from one of my mentors, Robert Kiyosaki, is passion is what you want to do, and purpose is what God wants you to do. And as soon as I started wholesaling and I started sharing the message about how easy it is and how it can, it really can change your life. You know, a guy like me who got a 990 on his SAT didn't finish college, was a lawn care guy, got fired, went through a bankruptcy, and my my mentor pulled me through kicking and screaming and taught me how to do it. Um, and that's how we do it. We in, At Wholesaling Inc., We it's all Mr. Miyagi Danielson. We don't care what you think you know about wholesaling. We don't care what you want to know about wholesaling. When we tell people, like, hey, this is instruction, not education. So we're anti-education. We're all instruction. Um and it's, uh, it's my purpose in life, to help people do deals. I love it. I, I, we have more reviews than anybody, and I, I live for the review every single day. We wake up, what can we do to get Johnny, Bobby, and Sally their first or next deal in wholesaling? And that's all we do. We cut through all the fat. You know that's, that's what it's all about.
0: Tom, I love it. And I was just on your guys' website the other day, and I noticed that you guys have a ton of reviews, which is awesome. <laughs> yeah, bam is right. <laughs> I tell you, guys have a ton time. of them on there. Yeah, and it looks like you guys have helped just countless people, you know, get into get into wholesaling, learn it, like you said, instruct them on it, and uh, you know, hopefully get their first deal. So that's awesome, Tom. I love it. Yeah, um, your
1: guys, you guys also have a podcast. Is it the Wholesaling Inc podcast? Wholesaling Inc. podcast, and it's, it's all the same message, which is, you know, everyone overcomplicates this business. They make it about real estate. Wholesaling has nothing to do with real estate. Nothing. It's, it's really more like a pawn shop. Um, it's, it's super simple. If cars tomorrow became more valuable, more desirable, and more profitable than houses, we would just switch our model to cars. We don't really care or watches or whatever. But um, I think that um, wholesaling is really easy. People are really complicated, and uh, or wholesaling' is easy wholesaling uh, wholesalers are complicated and I think if you just keep it simple, you just stay laser focused on one thing don 't have multiple acquisition strategies don 't have multiple exit strategies just it 's a numbers game boom, boom, boom boom, keep it simple. Uh, the key is the reason we all do this is we want a business that is a servant to us and our family, and most people, even if they can create a little bit of money wholesaling, they create a job. That they serve so we're all about you know let's just let's just have a business that is consistently and simple simple consistent process that you can delegate to somebody else and go rent a little hut on the pacific ocean and co-pp <laughs> and, and
0: go fishing or i don't know do hey something. that's right that's yeah, right
1: yeah. So i was just like, talking I
0: like- to i was just talking to brent yesterday and he was yes. saying um He was saying, you know, so many good things about your guys' program. I forgot what what was coming to my mind about it. Um, But anyway, I wanted to say I stole from you your quote, progress over perfection. I heard you say it first, and I love it. I love it. So here is what I was just telling Brent the other day. So we just published our book, The Ultimate Guide to Wholesale and Real Estate. My partner and I, Mike Slane, we worked on this book. For about two years, okay? And we wrote it, and we rearranged it, and we rewrote it, and we rearranged it, and we rewrote it, and we rearranged it, and we, it, and we rewrote it, okay? Right, right. I, we, we sent it off to the printing press, and it went through a spell check in the process, and it fixed some of the errors for us,
1: okay? I, I think I know what you're about to say. Oh, yeah. It's probably and on the printed, first page, right?
0: We printed 200 <laughs> copies of it. And I um, was going to start mailing these out to anybody and everybody that had something to do with my success, like it or not, know it or not. And you were one of those guys. You probably never even knew who I was, but I knew you and I followed you and I learned things from you along the way. So I wanted to, you know, say thank you to you as well as the other, you know, people that I had sent the book to. But on the very first page, there was a spelling error and then if you look, if you kind of uh, flip through the book on the right side of every page, almost on the top, not every single page, but a lot of them, there's that same error. And you know, we, we printed 200 copies of the book. And when somebody in my office said, hey, Dave, you know that you uh, screwed this up. I started laughing. Yes. And the first thing that came to mind was progress over perfection. Yes. Progress yeah. over perfection. I'm gonna say it again. Bam. Tom, that's one of the things that I've learned from you, buddy. Right and, here, brother. Here, here
1: you go. I'm reading the victory up. There it is. There you go. There's a the
0: victory
1: <laughs> that's right. Progress, not perfection. I, I agree, man. That's the that is the secret. And let me tell you, this is not a mistake. Um, this is this, I mean, every, there are no mistakes, right? byron right. Katie. Yeah, I'm, I'm not, not, I'm not, I'm uh, not <laughs> upset about it or embarrassed. I don't care. It's fine. Well, the whole thing is it's state because it's your state of mind. Wholesaling has nothing to do with real estate. It's a state of mind. I would, yeah, embrace it. Absolutely. That's the secret to successes right there. It it
0: is. So as you can see, I put the little E in there and I
1: signed it for you.
0: But whenever we, you know, it's corrected now. So if you buy the book, you won't see that. So if you get one or had one or mailed, I mailed you one, it's a special edition. I love it. I love it. I will keep it forever. It's the special edition. But the message here, folks, the message to all of our listeners and viewers is, you know, progress over perfection. If I would have waited until this book was absolutely perfect and absolutely the way that I wanted, it would never be done. It really, truly wouldn't. I'd always find, you know, a place to throw a comma or this paragraph doesn't work or this needs to go there and it doesn't work. And it's very, very similar to what I teach my students and what you teach your students, Tom, over at Wholesaling Inc about progress over perfection. It doesn't right. necessarily
1: have to be perfect. Just work on doing something, right? Well, the key is is that at the end of the day, the perfection is really just fear. Right, and people always say there's no such thing as a fear, free of um, a fear of success. Absolutely not true. The 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 one commonality or common thread that I see with anybody who I spend time with who is in the one percent of the one percent financially, and I'm now blessed to be able to say I have a lot of friends in that category. All of them uh, do two things, uh, that, that the 99% of the masses do not do. The number one, first thing they do is they all read every single one of them read without exception. There's not a one that doesn't physically open up a book and actually read it. Um, and the second thing is they all have courage, all of them. And progress, not perfection is really an idea I learned from one of my early mentors. Um, Jeff Walker and this idea of progress, not perfection. It's really because you care what other people think of you. You don't want to look like an idiot. And if you do if you care that much, the best people don't care what other people think of them. If you care that so much, true. yeah, you're never going to be an entrepreneur. Bam! But I mean, Bam! it's so true, man. I mean, it's just, that's why if you know these simple rules of life, like, Hey, every single day, wake up, read a little bit of a book. It's you know I want to be a millionaire I want to be a millionaire I want to be a millionaire and you have a you're, you know you have a sixty five inch television. Do
0: you <laughs> right. Really
1: want to be a millionaire or not really? Yeah, do, you like, really right. do you really
0: want it? How bad do you really exactly. want it? I love it. I Tom, love it. Bro. I love it. Awesome. Tom, well, let's talk a little bit about so um, whenever whenever you do your live videos on Facebook, you know sometimes if I'm available, I'll watch them or I'll watch the replays of them. And you talk a lot about um, having a. I'm gonna screw this up. I'm gonna butcher it. So just no, no, go just, ahead. <laughs> just help me, please. But um, you talk a lot about having like a cap, or um, a, I can't even word it the way you. A do financial it. cap on your financial aspirations. Uh, there you go. That's what I'm looking for. You have a financial cap on your financial aspirations. However, I, I wanna I wanna ask a couple questions about this real quick. However, that's that's. I feel like you're saying that towards whenever you're like automating it, am I, am I on the right path here? Whenever you have it, your system's in place and you're running smooth because obviously if you wanted to grow something, you could,
1: Yes. Well, the, the key word in there is you. Okay. Right. So, so you're exactly right. So, first of all, let me say this: this, um, this piece of advice is not for the person who hasn't done their first deal. This, of course, of yeah, course. This, this is you're absolutely hit the nail on the head. The dialed in. What this is really saying is, hey, look, you're already making right. Let's just say fifty k per month. Right. So you're putting fifty thousand dollars in your month per pot, every single month consistently what happens is when you go to delegate, I like the word delegate better than automate, right? Because I think it's entrepreneurs, We have no business automating. Let the people you delegate to automate. Sure. But, as far as the process, I don't care if it's manual or automated as long as it's delegated to somebody else. But the problem is you see these people. You could always tell because they had, it's the ones who have the most expensive conference tables. Those are the people like, <laughs> that, you know, they like, they've like they been on this gravy train, right, since 2008. And they're like, I'm so smart and I'm so great and my business is so great. As soon as the economy starts to do this, the people with the most expensive conference tables, those are the first ones out of the, right? They're the first right. ones. Bankruptcy. Yep. So I think that the key is that, If you're making $70,000 net per month, let's just say, right? The problem with people have this advice, like if you're not growing, you're dying. That is true, but growing doesn't always have to be your gross number. I think what happens is when you're always growing, or another word for growing is changing your processes, right? Because that's what it really is. It's very hard to to delegate something that's always changing—it's—it's it's very hard for your business to run without you when it's always changing. So, this whole idea of putting a cap on your financial resources, uh, your financial aspirations, is really just step one of saying, "Hey, listen, I have a family, I have children." Thank God we're blessed. If I'm making $75,000 a month net every single month, and if you're still not happy and satiated and, and satisfied with that, there is a core nugget problem. There is. That I don't care how many zeros you put on that, you're never going to be happy. And I've, I've seen some of these guys who are like constantly like a roller coaster and grow, 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 grow. It's not. I'm after this for the lifestyle. I want a business that is a servant to me. And I think one of the keys is when you get to that stage, not today, you know, or, you know, when people who are listening, if you haven't done your first deal, again, this is not advice to even consider. Sure. Sure. Yeah. But I think that number one is, um, Gary Keller, you know, to have a business that runs without you, number one, have one thing that you do really, really well and ignore everything else. Don't worry about the buy, you know, a lot of people get caught up in selling the buy Product of their business. Number two, put a cap on your financial um, aspirations. And then number three is delegate, don't automate. And then this way, you have a business. And if you want to grow, you know what? Have a 90 day goal of how can I cut my expenses by 4% in the next 90 days? That's a great goal. You're still growing, but you don't have to constantly be growing that, you know, you got to find a way to you know, I don't know, spend time with the family. And I think, I think this is coming from a place that it's, it's not something I really learned coming up, but now that I'm at a different place, it's something that I think is important. And it's, uh, the people who are where I want to be, they're very happy at making X amount per month and they don't have a need to want to always grow that number. So I think that's kind of, you know, it's it, it, like I said, again, you have to be careful where you place this advice. Cause if you're brand new, kill it. <laughs> like, yeah, no, yeah. no, Tom, yeah. I get it completely. And I, and I appreciate you explaining that because
0: I, I think I understand or I understood you know what you were saying, but I just wanted to just elaborate on that a little bit because I totally agree with what you're saying. Yeah. you know, I totally agree. Changing is growing. And right. you don't necessarily have to grow to an infinite you know, infinite number, obviously, but right. you know, just being content and complacent and happy with, you know, earning a good amount of money, which is in, in our eyes, that's a ton, you know, forty, right. fifty, seventy thousand $70,000 a month. 200. I mean, that is, that's what most people are making a year and you can pull right. that in in a month. And and we have sometimes a good month where we'll bring in, you know, sixty, seventy thousand $70,000 as well. So I totally get it. And, um, uh, I love well, it. I love and it. And I but think Tom.
1: the key is to start with your net number. That's really the key is you have to set it because one thing with growth is, you know, the thing that um, hurts a lot of people in growth mode is that as they're growing, their expenses are coming up. But the problem that you find when people get into trouble, because my mentors are people who've been around for 30 years, right? Sure. So the people who get in trouble is that what you find is right now, it's okay for your expenses to go up and to have the complexity of your business be a big web. But when the, when the gravy train kind of even starts to slow the, the income dips, but the expenses don't. Yeah. We're so keeping those
0: expenses rate. in check yeah. is super, super important. Oh and yeah. And that can go for, you know, the, the newbie all the yeah. way up to the guy that's been doing it for 10, 15 years. You know, keeping right. your expenses in check. We actually just did a traction meeting, me and my two partners yesterday, and we were talking about this exact same topic. You know, let's see what we can do to reduce our expenses even if it's only, like you said, four or five, you know, 5%, let's say.
1: You know, oh, yeah, can and all of our, it,
0: yeah. Yeah, absolutely. All of your energy
1: and focus and time and, and money and resources on one thing, like a 4% reduction in a 90-day goal. I mean, obviously, you guys did probably hit 8%. But, yeah, I got Gino's book right behind me on that yep. show. I love I'm it, big man.
0: Fan. Awesome. I Very love cool. it. Well, Tom, tell us a little bit about your wholesaling business. So I know that you are a major player in the um, coaching space and you're doing great things for people. Um, So that is awesome. But tell us a little bit about your actual real estate business. What market or markets are you focused in? Uh, Tell us a little bit about what your team looks like, if you don't mind.
1: Absolutely. Well, I'm an open book. I mean, first of all, I just want to say I love wholesaling. Um, I do too. I love it. I love it. it. I believe that it is, I, I sincerely believe that it is the greatest business that ever. Um, It's better than even winning the lottery because if you win the lottery, you didn't earn that money and you're going to have a disaster. I do not know another business that is better than wholesaling. Um, And I get to speak with a lot of people who do all kinds of fancy stuff with real estate and outside of it. Mm -hmm. Um, um, So I really sincerely love it. I think anyone can do it with grit and determination and hard work. Um, I also think that every single person who coaches, and this is where it's a little bit of, um, not everybody agrees with me, but um, I believe, in order to be a coach, you have to. The only things that you should coach are things that you already are. We're at that destination. Like I can't. If I'm in Port St. Lucie, Florida, I can teach you how to get here because I'm here. But if I was, in, you know, telling you to get to San Diego, you know, a map around San Diego, I'm not from there. I don't know San Diego. I've been there once or twice. Sure. So I think that um, the key is I keep my coaching business my wholesaling business because I love it because every single person should have a wholesaling business. Essentially, a wholesaling business should do three things. It should run 100% without you. Um, It should produce at least a million uh, dollars a year or over. Um, And it should also provide a constant pipeline of deals that you consistently can cherry pick for landlord deals. Uh, so right after this podcast, my wife and I are going to go look at a house. Um, we're going to pick it up for one hundred and fifty thousand. It's a beautiful three two CBS, uh, which means concrete block pool home. Uh, we're going to buy it. Uh, we're going to buy it, and we're just going to rent it for a year, and then we're going to sell it through owner financing, so we don't pay long term capital gains. That the only reason I could do that is because of wholesaling. So my team uh, is very simple. I've got one and a half people. Um, it is uh, yeah, it's awesome. that's awesome. That talk it's about awesome. simple, man. I yeah. love it. Keep it simple and keep it stupid. I am not a complex guy. I want one thing and I want it done consistently without me. So uh, last year we shot for a million. We did 1.1, just over 1.1 million in assignments. Um, The business is totally automated. I I have a a mail sequence that's done by Lorena. It's direct mail. Lorena has been with me since day one. She's my first employee. She's in the Philippines. Uh, I actually flew her out here recently. She's awesome. Her and her daughter, awesome. We had a great time at one of our summits. Um, she has a mail sequence that we go through. So if you want to discuss lists that are working right now, I'm happy to do that with you, but we have, I think right now an 11 week mail cycle. So every single week we have a list that goes out with a postcard and then we check all the KPIs on that, all the key performance indicators. Um, Daniel is my brother. He is the acquisition manager. Uh, he gets paid uh, 20% of every single assignment. Uh, he goes out in Florida. My title company is sort of my disposition manager, if you will. Um, so they handle the disposition, uh, of getting rid of those contracts or those houses. If we buy the title
0: company does that, I have never heard that before.
1: If you have a really good title company and you're in a particular state, you can do that. Uh, in other States take, for instance, New Jersey. So we have Northern New Jersey, right? One of our, some of our most successful students are in New Jersey because it's like, we call it little San Diego. Um, you got to have a disposition manager when you're growing, you can't do it through your title company. Uh, there are some other states like that as well. But uh, yeah, that's the, basically the whole team. This year, we did hire um, an assistant for Daniel uh, Chantel. She's working part-time. So we have basically two people, one Daniel and then two part-time people. Uh, Lorena really works more on the coaching side now. But the business is totally phenomenal. Um, even without the coaching, I will say that I have a few channels we work on, but one of the key differences between people who are successful and people who are not successful is if you ask someone who's a new wholesaler who's struggling and you say, well, why, you know, tell me what you're doing to find deals. You always get the same answer 100% of the time. They'll say, well, <laughs> I made some cold calls and I spoke to some agents and I called Craigslist and I sent out some mail and I put up a bandit sign. You when, you speak to some, yeah. <laughs> but when you speak to somebody who's like, hey, I'm crushing it and every month I'm bringing in $100,000, it's always the same answer. What do you do to find motivated sellers? Well, I do this one thing and I totally dominate it. I totally dominate cold calling or direct mail or bandit signs. And I put out 2,000 a week and I know exactly which one is where, where it goes. So I think that the key for us is we've totally dominated one channel. Some people like direct mail. Some people don't. I love it because you can reverse engineer it. Right. But um, the key is to my – the secret to my success is that you have to – Gary Keller – Mike McCallowitz, Scott Alexander, all these authors of all these great men and women who have come before us, they, you don't have to learn the hard way. All of these great men and women who have come before us, who have written books, they tell us, do one thing. Do it really well. Your life will be easy, and you'll make more money than you could ever spend in a lifetime. But new people who don't know this, they start out, and they dilute the, their efforts by going into multiple channels and just doing 10% here and 10%. So they never dominate it. And- Bam! Damn, That Tell is some of the brother. best advice that I've had on the show,
0: Tom. I love it. I love it. No, seriously. Yeah. I love it because, you know, in my business, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take over for a second. In my business, yeah, yeah. you know, we do direct mail, we do um I'm bleeding here. We do direct mail, we do uh ad we have a guy that does bandit signs. Like I personally don't do it, but I've delegated that, as you said. And um We also, we just recently launched on the radio. So we have some radio ads that are playing on two stations, multiple times a day on each station. And every one of these things brings in leads, okay? However, you're absolutely right. There is one of those things that brings in the most leads for us. And if you're new to the business, don't try to do all the things. We can do all the things because... We have a big team built out. Like we have a exactly. team of like eight or nine people here at, at my company. So right. everybody has time to do and help out with these little things. But if you are new to this business, that is the best piece of advice that I have heard all month. <laughs> Find one thing that you can dominate at right. and yes. jump in with both feet and do nothing but that. Right.
1: That is boom. Bam. That, that's bam. it. That's it, that's all there bro. is to it. They go to these rooms. They see all these shiny objects and it's like, oh, I'm going to do a Facebook ad. It's like, oh, please don't do a Facebook ad. And the real problem is it hurts the no people Facebook who are ad. most uh, vulnerable, right? Yeah. Because they the new people are the ones who have the most limited resources. And again, the advice is it's not do one thing forever. It's do one thing, automate it, you know, delegate it. Sure, have sure. Someone else absolutely.
0: It so that, no, you. Right. I missed, I left that part out, but you're absolutely right. Do one thing, get good at it and then delegate it yes. And really delegation is a form of automation you yes, know so yes, for sure. delegate it to someone else let them run with it and then when not until though but when you got that running smoothly and you're happy with it if you decide to do something else then that's when you can do it man i absolutely. love
1: it it's so true right it's I mean, so this- true the rules of life and business are simple. People are complicated. People, Plus, I love it. People yeah.
0: are complicated. It's they true. really are. Tom, <laughs> well, tell us a little bit before we wrap up about this house that you're going to go look at. I'm curious. Um, tell us you know, how you guys found the lead, how the conversation went. What was their motivation? I'd imagine it was direct mail, but maybe not and um you know what the goal is with this so you had already mentioned what your plan was but let's elaborate if you don't mind for me
1: please so oh, i'll have so much good stuff for you on this so first <laughs> of all um so what julie and i try to do so the long-term goal i think of most wholesalers um is that, you know not only do you have this million dollar business and it runs without you but it provides its pipeline that you can cherry pick from for your long-term passive income um what we're looking for in Florida is a little bit more specific to Florida. There's frame houses, which means that they're made out of wood, or there's CBS, which means they're made out of concrete. In Florida, that's very important is it because
0: CBS like, like like the store or CBS? C B S concrete block stucco. Oh, got it. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. I don't know. And I'm in St. Louis. We don't have any concrete. You know, we yeah. have concrete block, but it's like just the foundation, like it's in the ground. And oh no, it's above like- it.
1: The whole, the whole wall, all right. the way to the roof. Okay. And um, the thing in Florida is we have termites, we have bugs, we have Ooh. moisture. So the wood just, the earth just wants to take that. Yeah, house
0: Moisture, away. I would imagine is a huge problem down there.
1: It's that's why I have my AC right behind me. <laughs> <That's> right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, my body type does not do well with yeah, sun. Me, me neither, man. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, it's, it's um. so this particular one came from direct mail. So the uh, right now, some of the hottest, If you guys want to just crush it and use this podcast to take massive, imperfect action and get a result from this podcast, number one yeah, is uh, people who have their water turned off. That's Mm -hmm. a hard list to get from the township, municipality, county, or city. Uh, Find those people who have their water turned off and go and see those people or contact them. Uh, the other one is uh, unknown equity, unknown sale date from list companies.
0: We've been uh, using that recently, the unknown equity and the unknown yeah. sale date, and we've had great success
1: with those lists. Phenomenal. Uh, yes. The other one is a 24-hour arrest record list is phenomenal. We didn't think yeah. about that one. People who have been arrested recently, pulled out every day, find out their address, and if it's an absentee owner, contact that absentee owner.
0: Boom. Uh, Love the it.
1: The other one where this one came from, was the um, ba, 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 ba. I have it right here. Hold on, I can tell you. This one came from a different list. Uh, this one, I should know this, I guess, off the top of my head. Well, maybe I shouldn't actually. No, but, uh, <laughs> it's okay. This one came from. I don't know. I don't have the address. I That's don't okay. Know. No problem. But it was a direct mail. It came, mail though, it came right? from direct mail. Okay, and I, I want to tell you something that I was just on the phone with Alex and he reminded me this of One of the things that is so key is if you guys are speaking with sellers, there's two things that is going to explode your business right now that I can give you. Every single person who's listening, this will explode your business right now. Here are the two things. Number one most important rule of life in wholesaling business is when they call you from direct mail, assume motivation. Stop waiting for the seller to convince you that they're motivated. If they're calling you, they're motivated.
0: Yeah, I people. agree. 100%. Yeah. We Big assume. secret.
1: Always assume motivation, and what that means is, if I can't, if every single person who calls in gets an offer. It doesn't matter. We mail them. If they're, they're a, fine, a phone call, can only end one of five ways, right? One of them is if they're we're not going to go see them because they're they're acting like they're not motivated and they want a million dollars for a thirty thousand dollar house. Send them a written offer anyway. Write this above your desk. Everyone get, this is for your listeners. We we do it. We
0: do it in our business, but anybody listening, all our listeners, all our viewers, this is awesome advice. No matter what, send an offer and do it in writing. If you want to make a verbal offer on the phone, that's fine. Do that. Right. Send it in writing, even if it's via email. I mean, sometimes we'll do direct mail with direct mail right back to them, but send it because
1: motivation changes and and it's, you don't know when it's going to change right well a lot of times when you're on the phone with them they're like very closed in so you can't tell especially if you're new and make the offer time sensitive 7 to 10 days written does work a little bit better but if you could send it in the mail we've had people when my brother taught me this i was like no way that's a waste of money this is never going to work right. it works so number works. 1 is assume motivation send offers number 2 is if you're having trouble when remember we're a pawn shop this has nothing to do with real estate so the exchange of services that we're doing is you, I give you speed and convenience to seller and the seller gives me a low price. That's what they're doing. So if you have that mindset, right, then you could be more confident. You could understand the actual value you bring is speed and convenience and they bring a low price. But the problem is sometimes new wholesalers have, a tro- they have trouble getting to the why. Why is the seller selling at a massive discount? Here's a little secret. Tom, I, just- I
0: listened to this the other day with you yeah. and you were talking about this. Yeah, go ahead. I have it's, to say before you even say it, though, bam! This is bam. huge. <laughs> this is so big. This is big.
1: Yeah, when you are with the seller, if you keep asking why they're selling and they're like closing and they don't want to tell you, ask them when they want to sell because the when reveals the why. The ask when. Them,
0: I'm gonna say this again, guys. The yes. when reveals the why and and it oh so big so like when you said that you know i was thinking well shoot i do that i always do that but i didn't realize that i was doing it that's what i always start with the why of everybody does that's what that's what you're taught figure out why they're selling what is their motivation but if they're embarrassed to tell you or they just are guarded ask them when and that will start to unpeel as you said in your facebook a video the other day it'll start unpeeling those layers of that onion yeah will get to the why by asking when Tom oh that, boom
1: two big Brilliant.
0: pieces of advice in this podcast I love I,
1: I have to give credit I was on the phone with Alex Youngblood who and he was the one who reminded me because I did I had the same epiphany I was like oh man I actually I always do that I always I always do way. but I never thought why that right. was so
0: powerful because I, I always get to the why but I did I guess I didn't realize how i was getting to the why i always say why are you selling and if they don't tell me i say okay no problem when do you need to close and then they say well i need to close next week because and then the why and it's like well i always get to the why but i didn't realize how so ask when when you can't determine the why and it will help you determine the why indirectly bam easy so i love it i love it (laughs) well tom let's wrap it up man let's end on a good note I want to thank you so much for coming on the show. Like I said, you were one of the people that had helped me, inspires me. You didn't even know it, but I want to say thank you so much for all the things that you've done and continue to do. Um, You know, we wrote this book. If you haven't bought the book yet, check it out. It's on Amazon for sale, The Ultimate Guide to Wholesaling Real Estate. It comes with a free online course. If you guys haven't checked out the course, it's freewholesalecourse.com. Can't get a better domain than that. wholesalecourse.com. A great place to get started. Tom, thank you so much again for coming on the show. Any last words for the guests and viewers?
1: Just go out there and make it happen, guys. Don't, Don't overcomplicate this simple business. Stop learning, start earning. The number one reason new wholesalers fail is because of education. The guys and girls who get the most results They make the most money. So go out today. You you can turn this podcast off right now and go and put a house under contract. And if you are too high, you cancel the contract. And if you're too low, you'll just make too much money. So stop (laughs) learning, start earning. Stop stop learning, start earning. That's the quote for the show. All right. Until next time, guys, check
0: us out online, discountpropertyinvestorpodcast.com. If you're new to real estate, check us out on our free course, freewholesalecourse.com. Until next time, Signing off. Thanks for listening to the Discount Property Investor Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please like, share, and subscribe to help us reach a wider audience. To jumpstart your real estate investing career, please visit freewholesalecourse.com, the most complete free course on wholesaling real estate ever.